looking around faces, I recognize most of you. But in case you don't know who I am, I'm Terry Autry. My husband Wes and I are members here at Bear Valley. I'm also the office manager for Bear Valley Bible Institute. And Wes is the coordinator for our school in Cambodia. And so we get to work with some wonderful people all the way on the other side of the world. I have three beautiful daughters. Two of them live here in Denver, and one of them recently moved to Oklahoma, not by my choice. <laughs> and so my son-in-law, I like him, but I'm not real happy with him. But <laughs> no, they are working with the North MacArthur Church of Christ now, and I'm excited for them. Which one? Natalie. You mean which Church of Christ? North MacArthur. North MacArthur Church of Christ. Tim Lewis is the preacher. Tyler is now the campus minister there. And um, Jeremy Roberts was the instigator of moving him. So I'm not happy with your family either. Uh, so, uh, no, yeah, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's not bring that up. <laughs> that was a very big surprise, and I was very honored. So, yeah, yeah, it was very nice. Oh, uh, it was very nice. So, how many of you have? Well, wait. I've got two more people. I, I, I said I had three beautiful daughters. One of them is here, Sarah. And Sarah also works in the library at the school. And then I have two more family members here that I have to say um, praise to. My mother-in-law, who's one of my favorite people in the world, Sharon. And my sister, she's technically sister-in-law, but she is my sister, Leanna. So. And that's my entourage. Fee had her own. I get to have my own. So. All right. How many of you have done Bible marking before? So. That's a good number. If you saw somebody beside you that have did Bible marking, pay attention to their what they're doing. So, um, in case it gets a little confusing, um, in your book, there's some facts from Kathy Pollard about Bible marking. I learned how to do it through Kathy, which um, she's a blessing in my life. There is a website, Come Fill Your Cup, that Kathy puts all of her Bible markings on, um, all the topics that she uses. You're welcome to, and she would love for you to go on to Come Fill Your Cup and look at it if you are interested in, in those topics and, and are interested in Bible marking at all. Uh, she gave some points, some important information. She's talked about having a good Bible, um, having a good Bible with a concordance will be helpful when you're doing Bible marking. Having cool pens, these are Micron pens, that's what she recommends. Uh, anything that's going to not bleed through your Bible will be good if you're going to actually mark in your Bible. But let me just say, there's some people, we won't name names like my sister-in-law, who do not like to write in their Bibles. And so you can do a list um, have a notebook, just like Carla's um, scripture writing, where you do the information just like you would in the Bible for the Bible marking, and if you if you're so inclined, make. She also suggests make the topic relevant. Uh, what 
I mean, and she means by that, listen to what's going on around our world. There are things that people need to be studying from God's word, and so make it relevant. Uh, understand the context as you're marking through your Bible. And the last thing she kind of talked about is make it your own. Now, Carla kind of talked about that as well. It needs to be personal so that you are doing a study for yourself as well. Okay? So when we're looking at this Bible marking that I'm going to work through, it's mine and my my oldest daughter she's not here tonight or this afternoon but Rachel and I did that did it together but it was personal to us because we did it Um, here's what I like about Bible marking it is so personal it's like sitting down with good friends and studying God's word and that's what I appreciate about it the most you can sit down talk about God's word look at it and discuss it one-on-one or one-on-twenty, however many you are. It's practical, meaning that you can use the Bible markings that you do with other people. I have used several of them studying with uh, the Cambodians. And that might sound hard because the translation is different and you know, talking different languages. But it's it still, we're opening up our Bibles. I'm looking at Psalm 1. They're looking at Psalm 1. And we're talking about the same words, even though it's in Khmer language and it's me in English. So that's practical. It's fun because you're able to really dive into God's Word and you're finding all kinds of interesting things. And it's exciting and fun to do. And it's also fun because you are doing it together with other people. Now, you can do it on your own as well. Lots of people will just sit down and take a topic and do Bible marking to help them study. Uh, One of the things that I like is uh, Kathy did a series on the Lord's Supper, and I think it's on Come Fill Your Cup. But during the Lord's Supper, I, I read through the Bible marking as a way of focusing my mind sometimes if I need to. It builds relationships. And the most important is we're just using our Bible to study. And that's awesome because we're looking at God's Word. The Psalms, which you ladies have studied about, been studying about, and you'll continue tomorrow, hopefully, if you come back for the lectureships this evening and tomorrow. The Psalms is about a relationship, it's about the relationship between God and man. And to build a relationship, you need to know that person. So today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a Bible marking on helping us know God from the Psalms. Okay? So, um, real quick, part of how I started this thought process with this Bible marking, this summer we had a girls camp uh, higher ground and I'll do a little plug see the little sign it's kind of hidden behind the temple but uh, we had a girls camp called higher ground and we studied Psalm 145 and if you want to turn over there Psalm 145 and we did the whole psalm but if you look at verse 3 it says great is the Lord and highly 
to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. And that phrase stuck with me because as the different teachers were talking and I was blessed to listen to both of my daughters uh, teach a lesson, this phrase came from their lessons. The greatness of God is unsearchable, but he's not unknowable. And that stuck with me. And that's what I think we want to do today in this Bible marketing is from the Psalms, how can we know God? So, let me give you a couple of things that Bible marking will do. If you're doing it in your Bible, this is the way you would do it. You would find a spot in the front or the back of your Bible and write the topic down. And I'm just going to call this... know God okay and I would write know God in the back of my Bible or in the front of my Bible and then as we go through and mark the different verses that we're going to mark and please stop me if I'm really confusing because I'm maybe jumping too far and Sarah you can go mom um, and let me know if I need to explain something but you'll write either in the front of your Bible or the back of your Bible this phrase Okay. And then as we go through the different scriptures, we're going to, at the verses, just put maybe some initials so you can remember what that Bible marking is. Especially if you've done it multiple times, you may have marked up different verses, the same verses. So you want to make sure you know what topic you're talking about. If you are using the pens, you want to pick up particular color and you're going to use it through the whole <coughs> Bible marking so it's the same color all the way through. Okay. So if you don't have these type of pins and you just want to write the verses down and go back, that's fine too. Um, but if you're using your Bible and doing those verses, use the same color for the same topic. Okay. So let's start And we're going to start with Psalm 145.3. So I have written in the back of my Bible, Know God. And beside it, I've written Psalm 145, verse 3. And I have already read that verse. You guys are going to get to help me read verses. I underlined his greatness is unsearchable. And from there, beside the end of verse 3, write 77 verse 13. We're not going to have to write the different books because we're going to stay in the book of Psalm the whole time, so you're only going to have to write chapter and verse. Okay? So 77 verse 13 and once you've written that turn over to Psalm 77 verse 13 and Tiffany we're going to start with you and we'll kind of just move around this section first and Tiffany will you read chapter 77 verse 13 for us your way O God is holy what God is great like our God? 
Okay? At the end of that verse, well, let me remind you, most people with Bible marking, if you, especially if you're doing it for the first time, would it circle verse 13 and write KG beside it so you know that that's the topic you're going to be using. So circle verse 13, KG. At the end of that verse, write chapter 99, verses 5 and 9. And let's go. Is it Gloria? Yes. Oh, look at that. Let's go to this row. We'll go down this way. Gloria, would you read chapter 99, verse nine, uh, 5 and 9? Verse 5 and 9. Mm-hmm. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy <coughs> hill. He is holy. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill. For the Lord our God is holy. Wait, I said five and nine? Okay. Okay. Next, at the end of verse nine, I want you to write 22 verse three. Twenty-two, verse three. Yet you are holy, O you who are enthroned upon the praises of Israel. All right. Now I'm doing this just a tad different because we've looked at three different chapters. But can you see a theme that we looked at in those verses? Holy. So what we know for the first one about God is God is holy. So here's what I did at the end or somewhere around chapter 22 verse 3. I put that theme, God is holy. And if you wanted to go back to those other verses, you could put that as well. Depends on how much you want to write in your Bible. Okay. So at the end of that, chapter 22, verse 3, write 111, verse 6. If this battery is low and it doesn't, it dies on us, do we care? No, it's just for the time. Okay. Okay, Psalm 111, verse 6. He has shown his great power to his people by giving them the land of other nations. Okay. Then turn to, at the end of 111, verse 6. Sorry, I'm going to try and remember to tell you what to write. So tell me if I miss it. But at the end of 111, verse 6, write 29, verses 3 through 5. 
okay? At the end of 29, verse 5, write chapter 8, verse 1. Christiana, can you read chapter 8, verse 1 for me? Good, thank you very much. Okay, so in those three verses, what do you see about God? God is all powerful. Thank you. Okay, am I making sense? Everybody following along? All right, so at the end of chapter 8, verse 1, let's write 139, 1 through 6. Melody, we'll go to you. Awesome words. What do we learn from those verses? What do we know about God? God is all knowing. We're not going to go any further. We're going to look at 139 verses 7 through 10. So you can either write on verse 6, 7 through 10. However you want to note it, you can make a little arrow saying we're going to go on down, but we're going to read verses 7 through 10. Sarah? I can go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend heaven, you are there. If I make my bed a chill, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even if your hand will leave me, your right hand will lay hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me, and the light around me will be the night. Okay. What do we learn from verses 7 through 10 about God? Yeah, I knew you were going to go with that word. <laughs> How about we go with God is everywhere. <laughs> so this was 139, 7 through 10, because I can't spell that. God is everywhere.
the end of verse 10, write Psalm, well, you can just write 102, verses 25 through 27. 102, 25 through 27. Bean. Sorry, I said Bean. Leanna. <laughs> of old you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Even they will perish, but you will endure, and all of them will wear out like a garment. Like clothing, you will change them, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will not come to an end. Okay. I'm going to tell you something that I did. Ladies, again, like Carla, you can do whatever you want. But in verse 27, I underline the phrase, but you are the same. What do we know about God from this psalm? God is never changing. That's comforting in this world. Yes, it is. God is never changing. So, I'm going to pay it one or two. the end of verse 27 if you'll write 104 verse 24 104 verse 24 grandma what do you see in that verse Okay. I see a specific word that I'm looking for, though. There. I like wisdom. <laughs> yes. So, 104, 24. Sorry, I'm behind. I'll, I'll write the verse up here first. God is wise. We'll, we'll see. How much time do we have? Okay. We'll move on. Okay. So at the end of verse 24, I, and again, I also did the same thing. I underlined wisdom. Just so that I'm remembering that's what I'm looking for in this. And I wrote beside it, God is wise. And I'm, I'm going to share with you stuff written on my notes but I'm doing this Bible marking with you this is a study together and that's part of the beauty of that of Bible marking is that we're doing it all together okay uh, so at the end of 104 24 let's look at Psalm 119 we could say the whole thing but let's just look at a couple verses uh, let's do 119 137 through 138. Elaine, do you mind? Would you mind reading? 
end of that verse 138, write 111 verses 7 through 8. Will you start and we'll work upward? Will you read 111 verses 7 through 8 for me? The words of his hands are faithful and just. All his hands are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. All right. God is. Do you see something in verses 7 and 8 that would tell you something about God? Righteous, just, however you want to say. God is, I put, God is just. Naomi, how much time do I have? Okay. Alright. At the end of verse 8 in 111, write 8615. you're Mrs. Nichols, but <laughs> I forgot your first name. Wendy, will you read 8615? But you, O Lord, are a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth. Okay, what do we see there? A lot. A lot! <laughs> so, you could write uh, God is merciful, Compassionate? Is that listed there? Gracious? Merciful, gracious? No, yeah, so we won't do compassionate. Merciful, gracious? Slow to anger? Let's just do merciful, gracious. Slow to anger, not full of anger. <coughs> yeah, no, I said slow. <laughs> Was that right? Yes. Oh, goodness. Okay. Probably more there. You could also, and we won't go to these verses, but you could also look at 103.8 and 116.5 for gracious if you wanted to write those down, but we won't do it in this particular Bible marking. 103.8 and 116.5 for gracious. Uh huh. One sixteen five. So at the end of eighty six fifteen, write one thirty six. One thirty six. 
Nope. Chapter 136. 136. Sorry. Thank you. And I won't I won't make you read who, who is the who is the next? Oh, it's Diane. I'm like behind Tommy. I won't make you read the whole chapter. <laughs> but um, if we had time, I think it would be really cool if you took the time. So let's just do it. I'm going to read the first verse and I want you all to repeat. I'm actually, I'm going to read the whole chapter. I'm going to read the first part. You repeat, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Okay? Are you ready? <laughs> Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the God of gods. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. For his loving kindness is everlasting. To him who alone does great wonders. For his loving kindness is everlasting. To him who made the heavens with skill. For his loving kindness is everlasting. To him who spread out the earth above the waters. For his loving kindness is everlasting. To him who made the great lights. For his loving kindness is everlasting. To the sun to rule by day. For his loving kindness is everlasting. The moon and stars to rule by night. For his loving kindness is everlasting. To him who smote the Egyptians in their firstborn. For his loving kindness is everlasting. And brought Israel out from their midst. For his loving kindness is everlasting. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm. For his loving kindness is everlasting. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder. For his loving kindness is everlasting. And made Israel pass through the midst of it. For his loving kindness is everlasting. But he overthrew Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea. For his loving kindness is everlasting. To him who led his people through the wilderness. For his loving kindness is everlasting. To him who smote great kings. For his loving kindness is everlasting. And slew mighty kings. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Oh, sorry, I'm doing the thing that Fee was doing. Sion, king of the Amorites. For his loving kindness is everlasting. And Og, king of Bashan. For his loving kindness is everlasting. And gave their land as a heritage. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Even a heritage to Israel, his servant. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Who remembered us in our low estate. For his loving kindness is everlasting. And has rescued us from his from our adversaries. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Who gives food to all flesh. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the God of heaven. For his loving kindness is everlasting. What do we learn about God from Psalm 136? Awesome. <laughs> Let's just pick. God. Well, no, let's do it like that. God's loving kindness is everlasting. And that you can write that in the margin if you want. Oh, sorry. Loving kindness is everlasting. 
the end of Psalm 136, please write 31 verses 23 through 24. And Diane, would you like to read that one? <laughs> Thirty-one verses Thirty-one, twenty-three through twenty-four. Oh, the love, oh, love the Lord, all of ye his saints. For the Lord preserveth the faithful, and faithfully rewardeth the proud doer. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Okay. So, at the end of verse 24, okay, so that was, sorry, 31. Right, 89. <coughs> verse 1. 89, verse 1. Tiffany, would you read that for me? I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. In my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all the Okay. I'll give you just a little hint. Please underline the word faithfulness. At the end of that verse, write 105. One hundred, verse five, and Shannon. For the Lord is good; His steadfast love endures forever, and His faithfulness to all generations. What do we learn about God from those verses? What verse is that? Is faithful. One hundred, verse five. Thank you. One hundred. <coughs> God is faithful. Okay. Okay, at the end of that verse, let's write. Oh, wait. I like all of these. Oh, okay, let's write 31, verse 19. 31 verse 19 Miss Carla 
good rock for those who are ready before the second. Thank you. Okay. At the end of that verse, write 86.5. Eighty-six five. I'm sorry. You're, who's behind Shannon? You are. Uh, I'm sorry, Adina. Ad Adina. Adina. Oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> Chapter eighty-six, verse five. That'd be great. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon have other verses, but what do you what do you see in those two verses? What do we learn about God? God is good. God is good. Okay, so pause for just a second. Here's what I love about Bible marking too, uh, especially if you're doing it with a group, like a large group. Uh, we've done it several times with our teen girls. It's wonderful to have them sit and actually read God's word out loud and look at it and go, these verses tell me God is holy. God is powerful. God is all-knowing. He's everywhere. To look at the verses, to read them yourself and pull it out is a very special way of studying the Bible. It's different maybe than some of the other ways you have done it. This particular Bible marking, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you you really can't end it. You can continue to learn about God in the Psalms and learn more about Him. But the way I want to end it, I want you all to turn over to Acts. And this can be your final part of this Bible marker if you want. Or if you want to leave it open-ended, I'm okay with that too. But we're going to look at Acts 17, verses 22 through 28. Seventeen, verse twenty-two through twenty-eight, and I'll read that since I know we're—I think we're supposed to be done, right? Oh, okay. I'll read fast, starting in verse twenty-two, and it's totally up to you if you wanted to go to that. And Mark, this is your last verse for this Bible marking about knowing God. You can. You would have circled Acts 17, verse 22. So Paul stood in the midst of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I observe that you are very religious in all, in all respects. For while I was passing through and examining the objects of your worship, I also found an altar with this inscription to, the, to an unknown God. Therefore... What you worship in ignorance, this I proclaim to you. 
The Lord who made the earth, the world and all things in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives it to all people life and breath and all things. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on the face all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitation, that they would seek God, if perhaps they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us all. As Christians, we can know God. Paul tells us right here. And one of the ways we can know God is by studying through the Psalms. And that's what we did today with this Bible marking. God's greatness is unsearchable. Well, let's say that again. God's greatness is unsearchable, but he's not unknowable. And that's what we spent some time today doing with a different type of study, but Bible marking through the Psalms. Do you have any questions? Am I clear? Yes, ma'am. So is all that you're writing in the back or the front, no God, nothing else goes with that? No. Okay. The first well, yeah, the first verse. The first verse, but then that leads you the rest of the way. The rest of the way through. Unless you don't mark in your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and is that what you typically do? You circle the first and the last? No. Okay. I did with this one just because I wanted to wrap it all up. But no, a lot of them, especially um, if you're doing a, you know, different topics, you could continue to go. Yeah. You know? Now the plan of salvation has an ending because we're just walking people through the steps of plan of salvation. I hope you enjoyed it. Carla and I thoroughly enjoyed having the ladies' classes and please I know she said thank Denny, but thank Carla because it was her idea to kind of get this set up and make it a special time for you ladies and in, in studying in God's word and we appreciate you so very much in being here on Saturday afternoon and morning and we thank you please come back at 6 for singing and then Dan Owens is speaking again tonight uh, and then tomorrow we have a full day of lectures again so let's end with a word of prayer